Welcome to the Bob Cheers edition. Today we have Andy Cat and a very special guest. Say hello. Hi. <laughs> Cat's gorgeous youngest daughter is joining us today as it's very important for us to include our family in these particular podcasts when it's the work from home, have a drink from home, and look at each other on, the, on webcam, <laughs> do everything from home. <laughs> so Bailey's coming to join us, keep us company. And uh, I just wanted to say hi, Bailey. Hi. How are you coping with COVID lockdown? What are you, what are you up to these days? Um, I've been going to school. Oh, how good is that for you? Where did that start? Um, one day. Oh, is, is it better? You like school better? Yeah. Yeah. You think mum's a good teacher? Yeah. Oh, yeah. really? Was I a good I- teacher? Oh, that's nice. Uh, I reckon you got a pretty good teacher there. I was pretty slack, so I just let my kids play games all day. So, would you rather come hang out with? We did to play a lot of games and yeah. other stuff, didn't we? What else yeah. did we do through lockdown that we didn't do? Well, you don't get to do at school. Um, spend time with my mum. Ah, uh, I saw you went for lots of walks. That looked good. Yeah. Next time, if time there's lockdown, you come hang out with me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Me and Spencer look after you. Although our walks would be short because we're running at a small park. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we have live in the country. Park right behind us, so we're kind of lucky. We live in Bendigo. It's all park, you know. Yeah, pretty much. We have like a whole mob of kangaroos just <laughs> that come and eat our front lawn, don't they? <laughs> oh, any wombats? Do you have wombats where you are? Probably. We haven't seen them. I've Really, I haven't seen as much wildlife as I used to back up at home in the northeast. Mm. But, um, but yeah, like a lot, but a lot more kangaroos here than I've ever seen. Yeah, it's interesting. It is. It, um, but, yeah, we saw some frill-neck lizards the other day. They were having a scrap through the forest. They were coming through, charging like a bull at a gate. We wow. And, Oh, they stopped so close to us and um, we took some cool photos, didn't we? Yeah, wow. and we had fun up at nature, in, enjoying the nature and lots of walks and runs. And Have you seen an echidna? Hmm? Have you seen an echidna? Echidna. Not here. Not no. a kinder. <laughs> <laughs> we saw a wombat when I was up, we were up at mum's last, didn't we? Mm. When we come back from Amanda's and I tried to chase it. Oh, oh, you yeah. were drunk that time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was just doing a podcast recording and it was a cheese yeah. edition, so I had to drink. Yeah. That's, so, that's how it works. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went to get a photo with the wombat. <laughs> uh, exactly. But so, wombat ran away. <laughs> of course it would. I'd be running away too. Yeah. <laughs> Scary, mummy. <laughs> Pretty much. Yes. Yeah, so how are things with you? Good, good. I've got the kids upstairs. They're playing... Uh, Games and the gaming stuff. Just had dinner. No, nice. so, sorry, we're a bit late, but um, <laughs> you know, life goes on. <laughs> it does. It's all right. Yes. So we can all work it out. All right. So Bailey, what do we want to talk about tonight? Mm. What's your topic? Kidneys? Oh, it's just kidney. Seriously. <laughs> so, so, so we should uh, talk about maybe connection. How do we yes, that's what I thought the, the topic of conversation could be because this week I suppose is the power of connection has really come up for me. So I'm like, let's talk about that. Mm. In fact, I've talked to lots of clients about this lately, so it's a good topic I like. Yeah, cool. What does it mean for you? Connection. Mm. Um, it's interesting because it's, it's this 
you know, dilemma or debate about whether you can connect on through the internet as effectively as in person. And I was just talking to her actually, um, uh, it's an outplacement company. So when you, if you unfortunately enough get retrenched, um, then you go to these companies and they help you get a job. And so they've hired me to come and do some presentations for them. And I've just finished a, a series of four presentations over the last month and we were just doing a recap. And, you know, we were talking about what are they going to do? I said, oh, you're returning to the office, you know, next month. And they're like, no, we're actually going to do everything from home now. I'm like, oh. Really? Yeah, they, they said they can do 100% of their operations, so coaching individuals through that process, buy it from home. And, you know, of course, they and it's interesting because they, you know, they explained that for someone to come in and most of the people are, are older than 50, so they're in the demographic of danger, they have to you know, get out of the house, go to the train station, catch a train, go to the city, they're touching things, go into a foyer, touch, go into an elevator, go and meet somebody for 90 minutes or half, you know, an hour. And then reverse the process. So it's, it's a half a day and it puts them at risk when they could just sit at their computer and do the, exactly the same thing. And they, and they say they get the same result. Yeah. Well, wouldn't they? Yeah. Well, and, and to be honest, I'm doing all my coaching calls. I'm doing probably five, six coaching calls a day on Zoom and similar results. So, you know, the only thing that I don't get is probably the pleasure of having someone's company. You know the chit chats, the going out for a coffee afterwards or a beer if it's a Friday night, or you know, <laughs> or any other day <clears> of the week. Well, yeah, it's true. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> calls. but it's it's the you know it's the incidental fun bits of the experience. The work bit is pretty much as I wouldn't say it's a hundred percent. I'd say it's about ninety percent in in a workshop of brainstorming. I think it's less. It's probably about seventy percent. However, in terms of connection and your friends, it's not the same at all. I'd call it. 30%. Yeah. So when I talk to my mates on the phone or we have a WhatsApp chat group or occasionally we catch up on a webcam, that's good, but there's nothing like physically being around people and, you know, just having a, a barbecue or a party or, you know, and having a few people over your house. It's That to me is, you know, work, I can work, but, but I can't socialise through the internet. It's just not the same and I think I felt this week work-wise connection covid has been quite beneficial for me working rurally for the last yeah you've always been four, home, yeah so. i've always worked this way this has been zero difference for me yeah. so um like it's still it still cracks me up when people think zoom just happened at covid and it's like this is <laughs> Yeah, we've been using this for years like yeah. but but a lot of city people they didn't rely on their technology to have conversations where country people always have mm. um we just didn't have that opportunity to connect via uh, you know face to face all the time we relied a lot more on our phones our emails all those other elements that we can to be able to establish good connections with anybody that we needed mm. to deal with in life but yes but like for this week i've found the power of connection has just run rampant for me and you know just a lot of business has been coming in which is fabulous um and all the good stuff but i'm I've, i think i've just hit that point where i'm just like trying not to weigh in on it, but I'm just craving our events and our people yeah. and the atmosphere and the and just that connection yeah. with, with the people, with the mm. groups of people that we have. Like I talk to them on the phone, but 
we're not all there in the same room as once. And we, yes, we've had our online events, but they're good. But it, it it's hard because it's not it's not as good, and yeah. you can't. You know, I'm a hugger. I love hugging everybody. Mm. Like mm. everybody who meets me, I don't know you, but I hug you. You know, mm. like that's just that's just how I am. <laughs> Oh, there's but, some restraining uh, orders, but you know, yeah, yeah, well, they, yeah. Well, we're, we're, you know, they're with the lawyers. It's okay, you know, they're, they're not, they don't come near me, and I'm not allowed to touch them. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Joking, I seriously don't have restraining orders. It's okay, no, uh, <laughs> but you know, like it's just how I like to do things. I like that personal connection yeah. and to feel that 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 power and that you know in every every way and. And it's just getting to that point where it's getting a little bit, yeah, really, really hard to bear mm. of not being able to have those experiences. And and then I see them with the girls as well. So Amelia's facing missing out on her formal and her graduation and oh, Bailey so can't have, like, school photos. And, and mm. not that I love school photos, but this was prep, so we always kind of have a thing like, prep and you know it's kind of a cool we year. get them every year and it's a nice uh, yeah but you know she can't have those and it's just those little those little things where you're trying to not weigh in and let it overwhelm or, or get yeah. sucked into it but these little points of connection that we're missing and and you're starting to to really feel it now for me as, yeah. anyway yeah I, I agree and it's <clears throat> you know it, it sort of just weighs up over time and you know, I think it's something that we, you know, we if we see the finishing line, I, I was using this analogy the other day with a client that, you know, you see the finish line, imagine you're running a 10-kilometre race. You're like, oh, last lap, thank God for that. And you, and you sprint to the end, like, sorry, two more laps now. And you're like, oh, <laughs> you know. What do you mean? I'm so done. <laughs> I'm like, and then you have to reset your expectation. You're like, okay, now yeah. I have to, you know, you have the disappointment, the down, and then you've got to pick yourself up and then you get and then they go, sorry, I had another two laps. And you're like, oh, man, we're just, you know. Or yeah. if they said, just keep running, we'll tell you when the laps end. I mean, imagine if that was the case. How, you know, be like, stop that, I'm not doing that. You so, wouldn't You wouldn't begin to start with. Correct. But but that's the problem is you, you don't get the choice to begin. So it's no. it's just not knowing the end and, and the uncertainty I think kills people sort of, you know, because you need that finish line. Mm. Um, and, you know, it's been amb- ambiguous and there's reasons why for that. But it's. You know, I think I think we can do without for a certain t- period of time, but then it becomes too much, and you know, a whole year is is kind of too much in Victoria, at least. So you know, and it's and it's also not easy seeing our other states, you know, getting out and going to the pub and going to the footy and you know doing fun things. Um, you know, I don't, don't grudge. It's more just you know, it'd be nice if we could do that too. But you know, I mean, and and it's interesting because it's it then goes back to well, you know. To, to get that connection, are we going to go back to 100% what we were before, 80%, 60%, 50%? Yeah, like you right. What is, it, what is it going to look like mm. uh, in, in the new, I suppose, a new different world that we haven't seen yet? Well, I'm planning on working from home a couple of days a week, um, going to the office maybe three days a week. Um, I'm going to have meetings in town or, or photo shoots or whatever else. Um but like I mean, I did a, and, and it also brings up opportunities. I mean, I did a, a strategy workshop, which I normally only used to do face to face, but I made them online, you know, since COVID hit, and I did it with three people now from Sydney. So, 
you know, left the totally fire. opens up. You didn't have to spend the whole day flying out to Sydney just to th- do those those workshops. Yeah, and I know, and I know with you that you know, being remote may have been disadvantage for now. It's, the playing field's level, you know. So Oh, you know, for me, I've I've loved um a lot of elements of it yeah. because I've been able to access things, events, opportunities that I never could before because people didn't have that level of we can do this remotely. Yeah. So there was a, a person that I really admire and and he would do group mentoring, but he only ever did it face to face in Melbourne. Mm. And it was a weekly session and, and I ummed it out and, you know, it was just too much to commit to driving down and back from Bendigo to Melbourne every week just for, you know, mm. two hours. I was tempted but it was just just a bit too You're doing business too around it maybe. But, mm. Yeah, but this was a personal development thing. This was all about me. This was and it was a big commitment. But COVID hit. And guess what? He's totally online. I've been able to do coaching with him for the last six months yeah. and, and I haven't had to leave my house. And yeah. I've been able to get all of it. We've built a great connection with him. And, yeah, it's been fabulous. So I've got some really big benefits from being able to connect him with a much bigger, different audience mm. than I would have been able to with mentorship as well as in business um, with, with clients as well. Mm. And I think I was just thinking back to the difference between business and personal. And I was thinking about two mates that I've reconnected with who I used to work with at HP. And we're having great chats and we're in a little group together and we chat online and we catch up online, you know, as in video chat, you know, every couple of weeks. And it's great. And it really is meaningful. Like it's not a, a, a loose connection. It's a, it's, a, it's a great thing. And, and it's interesting, you know, I would like to see them face-to-face, but I mean, I haven't seen them since for 15 years, you know, wow. physically. So, but, you know, one of them I could catch up with every five years or so and, we, you know, catch up in terms of video or phone. But, but now, and so maybe that's because our relationship is, you know, more talking and chatting, not, you know, physical. And, yeah. you know, but humans need physical. I mean, they, they absolutely need touch. For sure. You know, and, and, you know, a handshake, a slap on the shoulder for guys and a, you know, and a, whatever it is. It's, it's, we need that. And then I think that that's, you know, they're, they're important elements that we can't do without. Um, and I think it's, you know, and there's not, you know, there's a reason why we go to rock concerts and sporting events and stand really close to people because there's a, there's a particular energy of being in a group. And I think that we absorb that energy. And, and for me as an extrovert, it gives me, gives me energy. So it Isn't actually, that interesting? that's, and for me, that's why I don't go to those things is that like, I would love to have that experience, but I don't like people touching me. <laughs> I love hugging them. Oh, yeah, you like to like, touch I'm, others, but you don't like being touched. No, I hate being touched. <laughs> yeah, one of them. No, I'm totally, it's all about my drowns, not anybody else's. No. But yeah, I was, actually, I was talking with someone else who came over yesterday and I was, we were talking about massages and, and he was saying he was sore from riding his bike and I was saying I've been lifting a bit of weights lately and my neck and shoulders have been a bit mm. sore. And he's like, go get a massage. I'm like, no, no one's allowed to touch me. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, really? Oh, and he's like, but you you hug everybody. I'm like, I know, but don't touch me. 
you know, there's well, a difference. These control, are my boundaries yeah, of yeah. I'm okay with the embracing, but yeah, you control but, for it. That's oh, really absolutely, what it's about. absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, like the whole thing about the footy and and everything else that actually in the concerts that's the elements of, of that too many people in the one space and they're t- like I actually freak out I love people but that's too much for me it's comp- uh, but I've grown up with cows like it is it is very different but even so walking down so I used to get off at um at the the train station to come and see meet you at the office and I found found that experience of getting off at Southern mm. Cross like that was a lot for me. Well, you go to Delhi was, Airport in India, and uh, you'll have a whole new experience of being close to a, your next ten thousand people. <laughs> We've got a Hirojuki train station in, in Tokyo, and it's like you know, there's a million people going on the, those trains every yeah, day. Yeah, so, so thanks for this because I'm learning of where not to go. You don't want to go those know. places. Uh, uh, Alaska with the Eskimos yeah, and the yeah, polar yeah. bears, that's my jam. Yeah. That's where I want to go. Yeah, I can't, I don't handle, like, so for me, Bendigo is big city. <laughs> Huge. <laughs> Huge city for me. I Tasmania. I still, I still like, um, it's, it's, it, it is, it does, some days it does get a little bit hard for me living here. <laughs> Yeah, I can understand. I'm because I can see. Well, <laughs> I, I don't. There's no trap because I can see other houses. I'm not actually yeah. not used to seeing other houses. Yeah. You know, like at all. Like we, didn't, we Yeah, I, we I still have an apartment it. building with, with 40 apartments that all lick in on each other. So you just walk and sit in the balcony, you can see every other apartment. It was like Melrose Place. They had a pool in the middle. It was great. <laughs> I have no idea how that's great. <laughs> I can see other people in the balcony and you wave and you're like, oh, you're up for a drink. And, oh, you know. so with this connection, this community. That's where I met my ex-wife. So there you go. Mm. Which, is, which is a good thing. <laughs> which was a good thing. You got awesome kids. Just clarifying. Yes, yes, yes. We, we, yes, we, absolutely. <laughs> We're always grateful for every real connection and relationship we have because they, they, you know, they, they bring something. But, so um, so, so the, the getting getting on those points is that everyone's different in that regard and, you know, I mean, it's, it's, you know, for me, I like, you know, and there's introvert, extrovert, it's different, you know, lifestyle and habits that we get have growing up, but people, people still need connection. Everybody yes. needs, I mean, you know, punishment in the world is going to prison and the worst punishment in prison is solitary confinement. So the, the absence of having other people is, you know, what causes, um, what causes pain. So, you know, and, and we know that children don't develop without physical touch. You know, their, their, their brains and their bodies don't develop as well. Um, there's a Romanian, you know, orphanage that there was a sort of case study in that. Uh, and terrible, you know, terrible situation. So, you know, we all need to have, you know, people. And so, you know, tell me, tell me about what, how you're getting that now. I have two very clingy children. Just going to say. <laughs> I don't They're know, one's amazing. bigger. She still sits on my knee. She's sixteen, and she's she still is. she is she's taller than me. And but yes, she still as often as she can will sit on my lap. Wow. Yeah. So you know that scene from Elf at the end where his <laughs> Will Ferrell is sitting on his. That's that's kind of like what I feel like it's some hilarious. days. It is hilarious. Yeah. But she is just she's a very. Um, 
not clingy. I, that's a wrong, wrong word. I don't mean that the negative connotation in that whatsoever. She just loves closeness and she still does sit on my lap. Yes, she's going for it's her L's tomorrow. <gasps> yes, that's wow. freaking out, but let's not go there. Um, I'm going to Bendigo. Yeah, stay off the fucking footpath, just so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Out of the KFC drive-thru. <laughs> oh, God, no. We don't. I couldn't even remember the last time we had KFC, to be honest. Better. No, Bailey. Yeah, we can't eat that. Bailey can't no, have any of that, so we don't. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, but anyway, but, yeah, like, it, it's it's just, it's it's interesting. The kids, like, that. yeah, she's she's very, even though she's 16, she's, you know, still sees them up. We went up to my mum's and mum saw her doing it. She's like, why does she still sit on your lap? I'm like, no. <laughs> no. Yeah, you know, she squashes the shit out of me, but I still hold her and, yeah, you know, yeah. she has her time and then she buggers off. But but both of them are still the same. Like, Bailey's probably good. actually less um, needy. But, but as for connection, I've actually found solace in being able to be connected in with a lot more different networks that were previously distant from me um, mm. is in, like, joining other other networking groups. Mm-hmm. So, which is fabulous. So, there was a networking group I attended last year when I could, but then, um, you know, Bob. we got a job, and then I I wasn't able to attend anymore. But yeah, and, yeah. and Bob. But but this was our local networking group, and mm-hmm. it so it was just in Bendigo, and because you know Mick was working, I couldn't attend at seven o'clock in the morning anymore. Yeah. But now they've moved to online. And suddenly I could come in again Boom. and connect with them. And I've had four clients come in from that this week. Oh, nice work. But, you know, and it's just like that's connections that these things are around. We just got to look for the opportunities. And yeah, yeah okay, sometimes it means getting up early in the morning. But, you know, sometimes it's worth it's it work. because, you know, it's that thing of no like and trust. Sometimes. Mm. This is not to say that I'm not trustworthy or likable or anything else, but no. when we are in our local vicinity, where people automatically have a connection with us, and it's like oh, that with everything. If you're 100%. a rural person, if you're a city person, if even and then um, and the broader you go, the bigger you know, the, the bigger it gets. Because then when you go over to America and you meet someone from Australia, they're mm. like, oh, I'm instantly your best friend. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that would not happen while you were in Australia, but when you're in a different country, yeah. that instantly happens. Yeah. Um, so it's, I find it fascinating. But when you're in working with people in your local area, it just works. It's just so nice. good. And it and it's nice to be able to help and serve the people of my town and my region as well. So yeah. for me, it's fulfilling um, because actually I – I haven't worked with anyone from Bendigo very much. It's actually been more broader. I've actually worked with people everywhere else, yeah. but not so much in my local area since I moved here. So, well, so that's been interesting. To, I've been trying to get you a start a Bob group in Bendigo for about a year now. So Yeah, but now I'm kind of, and, and I always said, it's like I had to have those connections of people that I knew to yeah. be able to upon and not you know like so and that will it's absolutely going to happen and i've found some great ones now um but you know and and it is sort of recognizing of when you're ready to take the next steps and and have that community around you that you can do those things Mm. no 100 percent. and that's the thing is like you said is you know you're now 
you know, you're picking up people from the local community, you're getting you join groups, and I think that's exactly the right thing to do. Um, and because Bobby's not the same as that. I mean, it's a social club. It's at nighttime. We drink. We, you know, we we download the day and and unpack our problems, and people listen. And I kid you not, I can't. I still. Every every week or every couple of weeks, someone talks to me, and there's another opportunity from Bob. Yeah, like, you, you know. absolutely. I yeah. was talking to Sean today, and I've connected um, our photographer with somebody else that's a client with mine mm. in Melbourne. So we're always us ourselves are still making connections for our members. Yeah, but then we've also they're still always doing it for us as well, and it's like. Yeah. It just doesn't stop giving once you make those connections. Yeah, because it's the, you know, and it's because we set it up in the way of we want real connections and real people and it's not just about numbers and referrals and, you know, we want that to happen but we want it to happen naturally and organically. And I think that that's, you know, I think, you know, at the start we, well, I know my, my I was a bit more, you know, I want more members and want to grow faster but I'm always impatient because I'm a bloody stupid entrepreneur and I just want everything to happen yesterday you're just, in, you're just impatient let's just, let's just name it for what it exactly, is exactly exactly and, and I think it's actually a, a trait of entrepreneurship is you know but it's of urgency and that's useful um but I always find that you know the ideas I have take a lot longer than I want but they generally happen and like Bob it you know I think when we come back you know to physical events it'll flourish again and we'll Oh, I see there. a whole new thing opening yeah. up because what I've learned this time through lockdown about myself, about our members, about everything else is just been. Yeah. Uh, I think you're level. fine. Like you just seem like you're thriving so much in the last year. I don't know what it is with this coaching or. You know, it's just, I let go um, of some shit that was holding me back. Let's be honest. I yeah. had a, I hit a rock bottom last year. Some bad shit happened, and um, and I lost. You know, I had to, I had to heal myself from that. Mm. And then mm. that finally happened, not until like April. Yeah. So I've and noticed a big so change in you, and and your business has thrived, and you look happier, and you look better. You look, physically better you know it's it's amazing how it impacts your life just you know your inner world is impacts your outer world and if your outer world's not giving you the results don't don't look at the market look inside and i say this time time again you have to yes it's so true one Mm. of the biggest things i suppose we've changed is is our habits so one of the coolest things through covid has been able to exercise with bailey you know Yeah. yeah she's five yeah but there's something about the energy of that kid that I just oh, love and we yeah. just, you know, we walk together through. We we make up all different stories as we're walking. We touch base with nature. We feel it, you know. Um, but every That's morning. so Sean. It is Sean. And I was talking to Sean just before. I guess. Yes, absolutely. Nature, I nature him, HQ. Sean yeah, I called him just before and had a good chat with him. But um, I so want to go down to, and do his beach you know, yeah. workshop. I can't wait for us oh, to be able to do we're that. We're going to Apollo Bay, but you're not like rubbing in Apollo Bay. No, but we're going in a couple of weeks. Oh, because you can go. Okay, we so, can. Yeah. We can totally do that. Not with Sean. <laughs> uh, no, I rang him, but he's not free. Oh, but anyway, um, 
But the thing is, like, with Bailey, sort of through COVID, every morning we were getting up, we were going down to the gym for a half an hour or an hour workout, you know, we were hanging out, and then we would go and what we called enjoy the sun. Yeah. And that was just pretty much just standing in the sun. And it's just that feeling the energy, feeling the mm. vibrance, you know, just just having that pusher on the swings on her play you set and, mm. you know, then we'd come in and we'd have breakfast together. And I sort of, it was that funny thing is when she started back at school, I'm like, oh, oh it's gone. <laughs> my, my workout buddy in the yeah. morning is gone. Yeah. Anyway, first morning, right, first morning I got up and I got my gym gear on and I was heading down. It was 7 o'clock and she was at the door and she's like, you going to the gym? I'm coming. <laughs> yeah, you do really get to school. And, and anyway, so now that's our routine. Yeah, you know? nice. And so she she gets up, she makes her bed, she gets mm. her, her, her school clothes on and we go down to the gym together. We work out for half an hour. Yeah, nice. We go, we enjoy the sun and then we come in, we have breakfast and I make her lunch and that's, that's our morning. Fabulous. It's like yeah. the best morning freaking routine I like ever. I, I love this routine. Yeah. This is yeah. so this is so nice. We're not late ever. We don't feel rushed. We feel calm. We just enjoy the whole thing. Cause I like me before this was be like dragging my ass out, out of, of bed, bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. at 10 to 8 at the last death knocker, then dragging her out of bed at 8 o'clock, mm. going, get out of bed, we're going to be late. Routine, Mom slept in. Yeah. And it was like, it was not fun. It was not enjoyable for me. It was not enjoyable for the girls. And so this, this is bliss. But this bliss and what I've now just coined as my term of how I do everything is everything has to be beautiful and easy and it and i'm bringing that to me included everything or? you're <laughs> can you stop being easy no that was me that was <laughs> yeah oh, but absolutely you know you're beautiful and easy <laughs> because i don't do you're beautiful to me because you're beautiful not cheap though soul, but <laughs> you're easy to connect with and we have fun together and it's never yeah. a drama with us you know yeah. like and i love that i love ease of friendships as well because i think and, and you know as i said your ease of connections they're they're mm. great well some people are open and some people more open to it and it's really interesting yeah. what's happened during this time of who's become more open and who's closed off and you know it's 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 a really interesting experience i've sort of um a neighbor has probably consolidated to the core group friends just because you, you're not bumping into people or having big dinners and Incidental you know, so occurrences. <clears throat> yeah, you just call the people you want to call. But it's um, you know, I think it's I think it's a you know, I always try and be open for connection and you know, I, I, I was doing this um, you know, these presentations and I said one of the reasons I did it is people have been retrenched is that I really feel like I want to give back and you know, this is a way to help people and and the feedback when you really genuinely want to give back, it's amazing the feedback you get. That's it's quite extraordinary. People feel it and you know, even through a webcam, people, you know, they have their cameras on mostly and I think are they even listening and then I get these letters and emails saying, you know, these amazing responses. And I'm like, wow, they really because they feel what, what I'm feeling and you know, the passion and the commitment and yeah. you know, your desire to help them. 
Um, and sometimes that's even as much as the content because just having someone feel like they care about you and they, and they want to help you is, you know, is really useful in these times, I think. And so if we can do, People you know, are feeling I, so isolated. So, so isolated. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And so sometimes it's, you know, for clients as well, it's, it's, it's not so much the technical capability or it's, of course that's important, but it's, do you really care about them and their outcome, you know? And I think that that connection and that you being available to hold that emotional space for, for people um, is, is important. And I think that that's a big difference I know in my business in the last few years. I've really tried to, to, to be, you know, and I'm talking about a, um, an, a sort of marketing process. It's a real human part of actually caring about people. I've got to read you this thing out of a book that I'm reading right now. I read it out to a client on a yeah. call today. And reading a powerful it, brand? Or? Oh, no. That's not, <laughs> not my book. It's not your book. <laughs> totally not your book. I'm rewriting that, by the way. Oh, good. I can't wait to read yeah. it. Yeah. Or, I'm yes, just updating I, it. Okay, yeah, I'll try and read it. It's updating the 60 year Mick read it. He gave me the download. Yeah. Well, people close to you, sorry, before you say, people close to you don't read it and don't absorb it. But people who you don't know that well, read everything. Well, so I didn't know you before you sent me the book. How interesting is this? Yeah, there you go. Mick read it before we even oh, that's became right. friends. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, this yeah. is and, and I read half of it. It is actually quite weird. But but you know the funniest thing that I will always remember because he got it, he read it, and um, and I'm like, how was it? He's gone. It's interesting. It's like you were writing this book. This is everything that you say. <laughs> How funny is that? It's just like he's gone, you talk about this stuff all the time because he used to hear me on sales calls yeah, and everything yeah, yeah, else. Yeah. And he's like, you talk spirits. about yeah. <laughs> We Take just always were. We got on the phone the first time and I never forget that connection. It was just yeah. like. Like I knew you from a thousand years ago, but yeah. we had never met. We'd never, but there was no possible way we had ever really crossed paths because no. we lived friggin' so far away. Yeah. But it was like I'd known it's you. So like we're brothers and sisters from a you know different Another wife brother. or something. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. <laughs> but I'm reading this book at the moment. It's called Go Give Us Sell More. It's by Bob Berg and David John Mann. And these guys just write the best books. I love their books. But I love Put in the show notes because I wanted to click on it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I will because they're the best books, man. They're amazing. But mm. there's this awesome bit that uh that I love and, and it, it sort of sort of brings home a lot bit what you were saying. It says the traditional sales process is typically viewed as a sequential of specific controlled events. Prospect, qualify, present, overcome objections, close, follow up, provide customer service. The go givers sell more takes a different approach. In our view, the sales process goes something like this. Create value, touch people's lives, build networks, be real, stay open. Wow. Loving that. I want to read that book now. It is seriously. Go give us some more. Go mm. give us some more. There's a go giver. There's go give us some more. There's go give a leadership and go give an influencer. Nice. Nice. There's seriously a- good books. I've been telling you to read these books for two years, just saying, but same know, one. whenever you're ready. Whenever you're ready. Yes. Well, you know, now's yeah. the time. Yeah, now's your time. A- now, now I've inspired you enough yes. to go and get these books because yeah. seriously, they open your eyes up to a completely different way of doing life. 
and business and because really it's all about giving value and oh, and that's it's actually the way i do things now but i'm it is, in the way it is but it's 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 you know it's that funny thing is when you read it from somebody else you go oh, i'm not freaking crazy oh, i'm not alone yeah yes, i know right that's it we people love this this it's my is tribe. What, and and actually they've got some awesome other take homes i know you'll get heaps of value out of it <laughs> hey, do you know david Dieter? Dieter? i don't know how to pronounce the name correctly <laughs> Do you, know, do you know who I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. No? Okay, anyway. talk a little bit more. And let's well, see now we're we getting on books. So, yeah, so yeah. there's, talk about connection. These are two books. Here you go. I'm going to go to the webcam. Okay. Podcast. All right. There's one which is called The Way of the Superior Man. Oh, I have heard you talk about these, but no, I haven't read it. I'm not a man. And, um, and this is Dear Lover, which is the female companion book. Oh. Which is, which is very, I mean, he's, he's quite um, controversial because he's very extreme in his views. But I think that that's useful because he presents a different view to other people and therefore, you know, you can take as far as you want in that perspective. Um, but it's really about, you know, I mean, the way of experience is a spiritual guide to mastering the challenges of work, women, work, and sexual desire. There you go. Something mm. interesting. Something for everybody. And But the, the thing that it really pointed to me was, um, you know, how to be real and authentic and and true to yourself as, as me being a man, the man book. Um, and it's, you know, it's not about being aggressive and it's not about being passive because men were aggressive and then we became too passive. Like we, we went from one extreme to the other and then it's about, well, of course there's a middle ground, but it's kind of leaning into it. It's sort of the lean-in model, which is a common sort of phrase, but lean into things like work, lean into your relationship, lean into you know, if a woman's being aggressive and angry, lean to that too and look through, you know, the things that they're saying, which is generally, you know, symptoms of the problems, you know, you didn't do the shopping, you didn't get the milk that I asked for and your buddy bought this thing and that was wrong. Blah, blah. That's that's just noise. You know, what's behind that? What's the feelings behind that? And is it they're feeling not, not loved? Are they feeling not appreciated? Is it something else going? Because it's generally a deeper, deeper, deeper problem. And I think that's with everything in life, isn't it? Correct. Every relationship, because they they say Correct. the surface, but there's always that next level of something behind it. Yes, this is the same with customers, and this is the same with friends, yes. and the same with lovers and children. Is symptom, symptom, symptom is what I complain about because that's what's happening. But if you can dig down to what's underneath it, that's how you derive connection. So cool. Because that's the thing that people truly want. And humans are not that complex when you drill down to it. We want to be loved. We want to feel secure. You know, I was talking to a, a client the other day and they're talking about their, their daughter who was having some issues and with their husband and, and they're separated. And the daughter you know, comes over and sees her and is all frustrated and angry and those sorts of things. And it's, you know, it's teenage years. It's, it's difficult years. Um, and so the husband is just looking at the symptoms. So the daughter complains about things and he fixes the things. The things, yes. And I go, she doesn't feel secure. She doesn't feel that she doesn't know that he's not going to leave her. You know, that is the issue. And if he if he solved that, everything else kind of gets easier. doesn't mean you have to fix things, you know. Mm. You've got to fix symptoms, but they're a reflection. And it was really interesting. I mean, you know, who would have thought that I'd read this book get over my divorce and then apply it to coaching for clients 
when when I'm a marketing coach, I'm not really a. But it, it's you know? all looking at human behavior and cause and effect. You know how do how do think people reciprocate to different things? And this is as coaches, what we need to understand is what drives people and what when they're saying one thing, when they're angry at you because they're not seeing one thing. What's actually behind that? What is their need? behind that you know because we hear one thing but they can absolutely be telling us uh, another um it's 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 an interesting journey and i think that's where i don't know and i know you're saying you you pick up a sense and an intuition of people and that's a really strong element of where we can be powerful people and coaches mean how to help people yeah because you can you know when they're them and you know when they're uh, reactive mm. as well, and when they're they're in those moments when they're not quite there, authentic and, and true to themselves. You got to call them. You got to call them on it. And I mean, you have to be able to call it, and it's hard to do sometimes. It's hard to do that. I mean, I called a client today, and I'm like, you know, he's he's struggling with some things, and I just I didn't let him off the hook. You know, I'm like. You know, these are the things that I see and these are the things I think you need to do. And this is, you know, you employ me to do, to, to give you these hard truths, but, and they'll appreciate it. And look, I know that he's, let me say, you know, he's always grateful to, to the time, but, you know, it's only when he starts changing his behaviour and it's it's so, fa- so fascinating because the very first meeting I had with him a year ago is like he didn't know what he didn't know. I could see these things that he needed. I'm working with John Perry with him. Uh, we're raising capital. Um, and he's, you know, he, he kind of thought he had everything together and, and he really didn't. <laughs> and John, you know, and, and we're only and starting. John's like amazing of just seeing straight through everything. He's got laser vision in so many eyes. But that comes from years of experience in oh, business. 100%. He just knows. But he just And, and experts just know. Incredible. But the thing is, he's also a very kind person. Like John's oh. actually going easy and I'm actually going hard. <laughs> I'm the I'm the taskmaster, and um, it's quite funny. And uh, but John and I work. I mean, I'm loving with John. You know, he's just a, you know, he's he's such a respectful person, he's and the best. Um, he's he's really good. So John Perry, look him up. And um, so, but, but, but that that level of of coaching, I guess, you know, I, I sort of like I feel like you know because we we talk about all our personal lives and everything offline, and and I feel like. You know, just by going through trauma and change and challenge and, you know, and, and trying to learn as much as I can, you know, it's not just business coaching anymore. It's more I'm just trying to make the world a better place one client at a time. And it's, you know, I think that, you know, and I really hold that responsibility, you know, highly. And I, I you know, I get down on myself when I do the best job I can. And, you know, I really, I really don't want to just see them be financially successful, but just life successful. You know, and I think, you know, if you want to get into your own business, I think you have to have that high regard for your clients and and respect for them. Otherwise, you know, if it's just about the money, I don't think you can be successful. I don't think you'll have long-term success. Well, know? if I think money is just what it is. It's an energy, it's a resource. It's not it's not something that actually derives uh emotion. Well, it can and, be emotional. A lot of people get emotional about it, but yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. Yeah, but but yeah, I, I think everybody everybody looks at it in very different lights. Just the same as everything mm. in the world. But um, yeah, to me, yes, plenty, not enough. 
whatever. It doesn't phase me. It's just what I can do is what I can do, who I help. And, and I love the term that you always say is, um, you know, when you get into that scarcity mindset and whether it's by uh, experience, occurrence of something that's happened or just because you find yourself is look at it in that one context is how can I help somebody else? Not how can somebody else help me? And I love that. I love that approach that you have is always just going and looking at people is how can I help and how can I serve somebody else to get what it is that 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 I might need at that time. And because it's always going to show up, but going at the mm. forefront of is how can I help? Yeah, that's, that's interesting. It's the more I I work through that process myself, the more I give away. And it's not necessarily, you know, I don't work for free, you know, and I, you know, I, but it's more the more that I give of myself to my clients, um, and we all have levels, um, and the more that I truly want to help people in the world, the more clients show up. Because it's a sense thing. It's, it's a vulnerability. It's giving them the permission to be themselves. So if you show up as as a not a perfect person, it gives them permission to also be the not the perfect person because you can't help somebody. You mm. can't help them when they think that they are a gold logie up on the mantelpiece, yeah. perfect and can do no wrong. But they're... They will oh, have challenges. Well, I don't know. Is that what happens? <laughs> Could be a thing, you know. Just... I love that. <laughs> but you, you can't you can't penetrate that, you know. Mm. Like, but if they come in and go, I've got a challenge and I need some help and support here, and you go, Okay, thank you for being so mm. open and so honest with me right now. Let's mm. go. Let's find some that. solution. I've got this. I've got this client in in uh, Perth at the moment, and she's she's just lovely. And it took about a year to come around to work with me. And, I, and you know, we kind of connected and had a couple of chats, but it wasn't the right time. Anyway, she just out of the blue called me and said, "Let's work." And she's so in flow, and she's just attracting abundance everywhere. It's just all, you know, she can't walk out of her house without someone bumping into her and going, "What do you do?" And she gives her the picture we taught her, and then, she, "Oh, I happen to know all these people who would love to work with you." And she's just in this zone of of plenty and so and i you know when i see that i'm just like that's it that's what attraction means exactly to me. yeah it's it's that things happen because you've aligned yourself you've done the work right on yourself and we haven't even built a website we haven't even done a linkedin we haven't done it you know we're at meeting three right and but the thing is she took time to get into the right space and she's just in the right zone for this all to happen and and I've seen people struggle and we go through the whole process and we build all this great stuff and they just still can't sell a nugget because they're just resisting and they've got these, they haven't done the work on themselves. And it's so, you know, this is why I firmly believe personal development should be part of business development because it's, you know, Well, I don't think related. there's anything different, to be honest. I mm. think your business development is the biggest personal development journey you could ever go on. But when you resist that personal development part of it and you think that there's just got to be more marketing, more website development, more SEO, more something else, you're missing the point. You're totally missing the point. Those things are important, but only when you're in flow. They're they're tools. They're They're tools. tools. They're like a hammer. 
You know, mm. you can't freaking nail, put a nail in the wall without a hammer. And that's exactly what a website is, is just a resource to be able to do that action that you want to do. You mm. know, it's just like with everything. But, um, yeah, it's, it is. It's such a big thing. And because and I haven't changed anything. I'm still not posting on social media because I freaking just don't love it like <laughs> and, and I know I need to and but then it's that thing I know I need to but to me I've never had that intention of this is where my customers are hanging out because actually yeah. they're not yeah the people that I help are not even on any social medias they want to get on there and I'm yeah. on there enough I've got a presence and blah 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 you know but it's just not my jam because I like people yeah, I yeah, like exactly. to talk to connect with work yeah, with people, and, and so that's always going to be my strongest point. But you know, if people are looking for that sort of expertise, they're just not my people, and you know yes. what? That's totally okay too. Mm. You know, mm. and, and I think there is so many people out in the world, and there are so many people that we can work with. We just have to to be really stand our ground. And, yeah, and but, find the right ones <clears throat> and work with the ones that make us and light us up that we can correct, work with. Correct, because then your business just thrives. So, uh, 100%. Probably bedtime for the kitties. Yeah. What's Bailey doing? So, running around there before? Yeah, I think she was um, trying to get my attention to go, get me to bed. Yeah, Bloody hell, Bob. Jesus. <laughs> Telling me you're an awesome mom. We're going to get up at 7 o'clock. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So, well, actually, I've got a networking meeting at 7 o'clock. So she gets up. And <laughs> we have these cool dice that you get from Kmart, and they have all different exercises. Um, really? Yeah, they're so amazing. So throw the dice and it goes do twenty push-ups. Yes, exactly. It's awesome. Yes, and and there's like so yeah. So if I'm get stuck on a networking media, I mean, she just throws the dice around and I just tell her what exercises to do, and then she just does those. That's so cool. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> oh, they're like four bucks, dude. Like they well, are, they're, and they're a hell of. There are a hell of a lot of uh, there's it's a pretty good workout too. You yeah. do planks, you got to do burpees, you got to do oh, choice uh, is taken out of it. I like it. Choice, which yes. is towards next time. Oh, good one. And actually, the other thing I was going <laughs> to say is is suggest we talk about was how we identify the challenges and innovate in our own businesses. God. Ooh. Can we talk about choice first. Uh, <laughs> geez. No, innovation, innovation is good. Oh, I like that. Yeah, struggling with that at the moment, so that's probably a good one. Yeah, yeah, good one. All right, we're gonna. All right, it's been great. I love talking about connection. I think um, I'm always always feel very blessed to be connected with you. I think you're you're my rock star, and um, and and everybody that we get to connect with, and I love that we get to connect with people that we don't even get to physically see. But please, if you are connected with us, if you do see us here or hear about us here. Connect with us. You can email us at cheers at byobsocialclub.com.au. You, we're also on Facebook as BYOB Social Club and we have a Facebook group you can join into as well. But that's Andrew Ford. I'm Catherine Mann. You can find us on, you know, just Google Everything. that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Google it. You'll find us. Thank right. you. Good have night. a fantastic night. Good night.